right. Just let me choose something. Hold on. <laughs> Patty's having her. I'm sorry. Snack. I came back from work so hungry. Oh my god, you poor thing. I literally um texted Taddy, being like, "We need to film an episode today. Like, I'm in a mood to talk." She's like, "On it. Just gonna finish work." She was fa- she Facetimed me literally as she was walking out from her work, and we just finished filming an episode, and she hasn't eaten anything. I feel so bad. If you want to eat something, you can go. Well, go. I ate a muffin at work. My work makes bomb ass muffins. Oh, that's so nice. Other than that, I'm eating. It's not even the healthiest food, guys. It's um, you know the chur- churros? Like it's churro cereal. It's like little Ooh, mini churros. That's cool. Great. I'm like disappointed because I wanted to make myself a coffee before our podcast, but like we've ran out of coffee beans. So it's just like oh. I was already the mentality that I'm just gonna be drinking coffee and. Anyway, you guys don't want to hear use, about that. I use coffee pods. I use coffee pods, not beans. Anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to the Twentyology Podcast. I'm your host Alicia. I'm your host Tatiana, and we're back at you with an episode all about phones, social, social media. media, technology, and the crappiness of it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's kind of going to be an episode. I don't feel like this is going to be an episode talking about the pros and cons. We're mostly going to be talking about the cons. I feel like, well, let's talk about our experiences with it. Because yeah. some people, other people's cons are probably different than ours, right? So Right. But I feel like it overlaps to a certain extent. Like I feel like we all kind of deal with the same cons oh, yeah. when it comes to social media. But we for sure have unique experiences, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um Everyone knows the pros already. Everyone knows it's great to start a business on it. Everyone knows you can meet amazing people. Everyone knows it can be fun. Like, we all know that. We all know that's that's why people are so addicted to it. Yeah. Loki, I'm so addicted to it. And I think what made me really want to talk about this right now is because a couple of days ago, well, yesterday, not a couple of days ago. Yesterday, I... <laughs> <laughs> She's making it seem like it's been so long. I love how, you know... How, what I noticed about myself sometimes I say oh yeah some time ago but it was actually like yesterday and I was like or last time and like last time was like it was like an hour ago an hour ago, ago. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um so yesterday I finished watching this documentary called I am Gen Z and I really loved the topic and the information that was in that documentary and it just kind of observed how social media influences us and our generation and our ability to have like to emphasize with one another our skills and kind of basically in a nutshell saying that we're getting dumber our skills to emphasize with another human is going lower our um, ability to concentrate is also decreased because we have these phones all around us all the time and it was just really interesting and not gonna lie whilst watching that documentary I had such a big urge to kind of delete Instagram, delete my account, and just wipe myself out of the digital world. Yeah. And it's been in the back of my head, and I've just kind of been debating on doing that. I did it. I did it. uh, And how how was that experience? Like, it was like a month. You went strong. No, it was two weeks, Alicia. Oh, wow. You see, this is... See see her concept of time? (laughs) See her concept. (laughs) I deleted it a month ago. I've been on social media again, like, two weeks now. But before I I got it back, it was two weeks. And that... Guys, I was soaring mentally. Okay, listen. I'm not blaming social media for 
I've said this to Alicia and my therapist. I'm not blaming social media for my whole existence of why, you know, I have bad habits or my life is not where I want it to be. However, it is a factor, okay? And I can't ignore that. And it's a factor of why sometimes I think negatively. And so I went cold turkey. I was like, let's just delete everything. I deleted TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram. I kept Facebook just because I don't really go on there anyway. And so I actually didn't go on Facebook, even though I had the app, because it's for face. It's Facebook. Anyway, we don't need to talk about Facebook. And (laughs) I went on there. And the first couple days, I had a big urge to just re-download it. I was like, oh, who cares? Like, let's just, who am I? I'm not above everyone. You know, like, let's just just re-download it. Um, I didn't. I kept two weeks strong. But I started reading again, you know. I was getting up early. I went to bed earlier. Um, I mentally was just kind of in a in a better place. And I also felt more optimistic, I've noticed. I felt more optimistic of one, where I was in my life. I mean, I'm 20. I don't know where I thought I would be other, you know. But, and then I also felt like I could do so much more or like I was like I'm ready to you know do all these things that I want to do and then something happened between our friend group and I re-downloaded it to just talk and then I was just like you know what let's just let's just download everything so I downloaded everything and I saw some people there's like everyone has like a couple of accounts they love you know to see so I download I just looked at their accounts that was the first day I, I, I had pretty good self-control. And then slowly, you know, I was going to bed later because I got distracted on social media. And then I was waking up later. And then, you know, I found myself mindly scrolling when I could have just been like doing something else. So now I feel like I was on a high and now I'm back on a low. And I still haven't deleted it, though. But I should. But I think that's still a fact that you kind of went cold turkey and was just like, you know what? I'm ready to just kind of see what happens by this not being a part of my life anymore and see what happens in those two weeks it just seems like so cleansing like it just seems the Mm -hmm. thought of deleting social media for me already gives me this like peaceful thought and i feel like oh my god my life would be much more peaceful more calm without it but then what holds me back is the thought that like oh what if I miss out on something? I'm not going to have yeah. contact with all my quote-unquote friends. Like the closest mm-hmm. people to me have my contact and they can easily contact me right. without social media. That's not a problem. Like that wouldn't change. Um, right. However, then you have just those friends, you know, like people from high school, people from your school that maybe necessarily don't have mm-hmm. your phone number. But the only reason why you guys have contact is because you guys have each other on Instagram. You guys have each other on Snapchat. And you guys have that contact because you will reply to their story sometimes and stuff like that. So if I were to delete that, it's like you're cutting off that contact and it's kind of like, you know, it, you guys would just kind of part ways. And that kind of terrifies me. Right. Well, maybe not terrifies me. It's a strong word. But it does. It is a factor that makes me want to keep Instagram because um, I feel like, oh, what if I miss out on something? You know, I'm not going to talk to this person anymore it's kind of like you're shutting yourself off to the world by the same time the idea of being like oh I guess I'm not gonna delete it puts me in this like weird headspace of being like oh this baggage on my shoulder because for some reason right 
if I if I'm too like if I'm on my phone too much, I get this anxiety. Like I my phone gives me anxiety. Yeah. Um I even said um I told Alicia when I downloaded it, I literally had a mini mini anxiety yeah. attack like downloading the app again, right. which I don't know why, but I did. Mm-hmm. And I I don't really I can't tell you a single reason to why it gives me like this overwhelming feeling. I think it's it's a like a bunch of factors in one like I think just seeing what people are up to um and then I start comparing be like oh this person's at a party this person is in this place right now and yeah I start comparing I start um thinking like oh well I'm not doing any of those things I'm not cool enough I'm not as pretty as her or I'm not as talented as them and yeah. it puts me in, it puts me down I think you know they say that as soon as you start comparing that's like the thief of your happiness as soon as you start comparing your energy just completely plummets and I think social media, it's kind of like an inevitable thing that you won't, um, that you, sorry, that you will compare. Um, and I just also, I don't think like humans are designed to know we're not, we're not supposed what to, everybody no. is doing all the time. And like no. thousands of people, it's not like, you know, the only, your inner circle. It's like, yeah, you have at the click of a button, you can see what everyone is up to. And it's kind of scary. Um, Which is, it's overwhelming as well. I don't know what I watched. I think it was like a documentary or something, like you said. And literally, they said that. They were like, humans are not designed, our brain is not designed to know what thousands or millions of people are doing every day. Our brain is only capable of knowing what our inner circle or our immediate family is doing. What you see, who you live with, right? And then social media came, and now you can see someone across the world. You can see what's going on everywhere with even like intimate details of other people's yeah. lives you know they went to the grocery store or something right like it's overwhelming for your for brain sure. it's just a lot of information stored in your brain for you even it's like subconscious you're like obviously consciously you're not like i wonder what jessica is doing then i'm gonna check out what Timothy yeah. is doing down the street like it's not like that it's just kind of like you know you carelessly scrolling you're acquiring this information is just kind of being stored everywhere subconsciously and I don't it, it can be a lot for sure and overwhelming um but also this one quote that this documentary put in which I love this is in the beginning I love the introduction of this um <laughs> documentary it's because it's just it hits you right in the heart like it, I literally fell a certain right. way it just that <laughs> one quote was what made me be like I, okay, that's it. I want to throw my phone away <laughs> off a cliff. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. It's, it's, along with the music and stuff and the shot, it was just really beautifully done. Um, but basically, it's a shot of people going on the bus. And you see the woman is instantly going on her phone. The woman next to her is instantly going on her phone. And then all of a sudden, on the screen, a quote pops up. And this was in Polish, so I'm going to have to translate it. Um, so hopefully I don't, it's not going to be the exact one. I'm definitely going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of one day, um, the government or the world is going to find a system where people are being enslaved, but the, but it's so carefully and well-constructed that it's like that system of them being enslaved is what gives them happiness. And they think that it's not like Uh. taking away their freedom and they actually don't imagine life without it. And they're perfectly fine with having their rights taken away if that makes sense basically like giving us the notion that social media and technology is taking away our freedom essentially our privacy yet Mm -hmm. 
for some reason we're not against it and we're perfectly it gives us joy it gives us joy and we're perfectly fine being in it and that's really terrifying Mm -hmm. in a way right we're so brainwashed and then more into the documentary they're kind of talking about you know how these social media apps are for free because you're practically like they're um they use a really good word and i really i forgot what it was they're um basically they're taking advantage of you and your data and your privacy in exchange for you to be using these apps for free and it's like at what cost you know at what cost like is this mental health that's that's what i was just wondering like i don't it was just really weird. It's just really fishy business. I feel like our system it's, and what's going it's fishy on. Business. It really freaked me out. Watching that documentary freaked me out and it just gave me very little hope. My problem my problem is I just get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed of like in the in the moment you don't feel overwhelmed. Like you feel like, oh, I'm just looking at random pictures or like whatever is going on with your favorite celebrities. But then I walk away from it and I'm like well, Sarah is doing this and Jimmy is doing this and what am I doing? I'm at home or, you know, I'm still in the same place I was four years ago or whatever, right? Or like, I don't feel like I'm not where I wish I was be, but then you see people specifically, this is what usually gets me is I see people my age or a year or two younger than me or older than me doing great things and it's not like I don't want them to do great things it's the fact that I'm not doing it I'm not feeling like I'm at the same right level as them I guess yet we're the same age and so that's where I'm like okay what am I doing wrong what am I not doing am I like underachieving am I not um responsible am I enough like or uh, a word that I hate so much is lazy I'm like am I, am I lazy? Am I not doing enough? Am I, you know, and I'm, and I get overwhelmed afterwards. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe, maybe me doing this right now is not like, like school, for example. I'm like four, three more years, right? And I'm out. Imagine what that person, where that person's going to be in three years, way ahead of me because I stuck in school. But it's like, maybe that's your journey. Maybe that's your way to where you want to be, right? Right. No, for sure. And I'm going to tie it back again to this documentary. I'm going to be tying a lot of things back to this documentary because it's just so fucking great. But I have not were, watched this documentary, you but have I should. To. It's so good. But they literally talk about the whole issue of like overachieving and like showing that and like mm-hmm. and on these apps like TikTok. Like we're seeing right. these TikTok videos of people being like my morning routine, going out for a right. run, making a beautiful breakfast, going out with the dog, doing work. Like it's all every second is just like not being wasted it's just this high functioning quote-unquote perfect ideal day um right where there's no procrastination there's no really time for rest it's just this grind mode 24 7 and i think our generation also has this thing where it's like i have to grind my ass off and completely um disobey my needs um you know, my mental well-being in order to get what I want. Like, I need to mm-hmm. do this in order to deserve a break or deserve right. a meal, and which is totally fucked up. And that has to be changed in the way we think of hustle. And, you know, you don't have to kill yourself in the process of getting what you want and fighting for your dreams. Um, I think you'll be a much more happier in person and much more happier with the journey 
getting to your dreams when you're um, taking care of your mental well-being and physical well-being. But anyway, um, they were talking about that. And then they started talking about the actual needs like of a human. And we're kind of designed to have these like short, high-functioning periods of work and then have rest. Like it's never um, long periods of like go, go, go. It's more so like, okay, mm-hmm. an hour or two of just like working, being focused, but then we need rest. And then we do it again. What, which is weird because our, you know, our work days are eight hours. Yeah. It's just eight hours right. of constant and then an hour break, right? You get an hour break And they in were the saying middle. how like uh, that's the most um, sustainable way because that's just how we're designed. Like we're not designed to, we're not robots. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're not designed to be working eight hours straight, no break just high functioning no rest type of work we we're better at yeah having these short-term periods of work time and then having rest followed after that um and you know this was supported by like the there because they were they had therapists on there psychiatrists neurologists like really cool people that just know the brain and how humans work and they were just talking about um just everything relating to the social media i like how they bought up tiktok as well um, because that's something that's very much so prevalent. Like we heard about Facebook, we hear about Instagram, but what about these new yeah. evolving apps like TikTok? Um, there was they also discussed, which I'm not educated on this, so I'm not gonna be talking a lot about it. But I think it's so interesting. I definitely want to get to know about it a lot more. There was this whole like controversy over TikTok over how you know China owns TikTok and they're basically using info from its users. Um, and they're kind of calling TikTok like a, na- like a, na- like a, how do I describe this? Uh, a national threat. Like, um, oh. yeah. I haven't, I've heard that like from like people like off Facebook and stuff, but Facebook is not a reputable website, right? So I haven't done my research either of like whether that's real but or I mean, not. It's quite crazy because think of this, like China, a communist country, has so much information on what you watch, how long you've watched it for, at what times you stopped a video, what type of videos that you're looking yeah. for. So they know exactly what adverts to send you or like how to right. make your For You page more you. Um, I, I don't want to talk more about it because I just, I'm not educated on it, so I don't want to, you know, say something wrong, but I just find it so interesting. And one of the guys on there was talking about AI. So I I think that's artificial intelligence. And he was basically Mm -hmm. talking about like the algorithm. He was saying how the algorithm knows you better than you know yourself. And that's just terrifying to me. Yes, I heard that before. Even like your, even Instagram and things like that, they know what you're going to be interested in before you're interested in. So when you feel like, oh, I just talked about that two seconds ago. Why do I see, you know, that app? It's because or that ad it's because they knew based on your previous searches that you would be interested in that right and that's just so terrifying to me that they just know you like the back of their hand and they know exactly what ads to send to you and obviously it all boils down at the end of the day to make more of a profit and more money but it kind of it just i don't see this going into a good direction and that's really scary because i feel like as soon as you lose control that's when it kind of gets a little dark um, because they were saying how with this AI, it's good at getting the job done, but they don't really exactly know how. 
it does it. Like, it, at a certain point, it gets so good that they don't really know. Um, oh. They obviously explain it so much better than I can, but... And then they were talking about how Netflix once said something about, you know, we're fighting over three things. The individual sleep... Um, sorry, two things. The individual sleep and the individual's relationships. And they were saying how literally they are not in the best interest of the customer. Like they make a profit when the individual has less time sleeping and like worse relationships. Well, if that yeah, makes sense. Because and they were we just kind of tying it. Yeah, they were just kind of tying it how we're getting less sleep, which is diabolical for our age, because it stunts our development process of like our frontal lobe which helps in like decision making and regulating our behavior um just and even like just in your health in general yeah of you course know, like your body too. as, a, as a human especially when you're growing up um and right and then they started referring to like relationships how when you have a lower lower relationships with people as in like healthy relationships you just kind of resort to your phone something like that i you guys you just have to go watch it to understand what i'm on about because i feel like right now i kind of sound cuckoo nuts but the way they say it it just all clicks and it just makes sense so definitely go watch it hold on um, can we can we I take am a, gen z can we take a break for a second i just need to plug in my laptop or it's gonna die yeah sure that documentary just opened my eyes anyway talk about you oh i was just gonna say another factor i don't know felicia feels this way when she's not on social media is that i don't think i'm an ugly person but i noticed that when i wasn't on there i was appreciating myself just a little bit more in the terms of yeah. looks i was like doing my hair mm -hmm. i did my makeup and i looked at myself and i was like you look cute today girl and on, you know, even though other days I would still feel, like, confident about myself, I would go on, like, social media and there's someone looking cuter than you. There's someone, you know, who who probably Photoshop themselves, too, or magazines Photoshop yourselves, and you're comparing yourself to this thing, this picture that's not even real. It's not even real. It's a product. Yeah. It's a product. So it's I, not even a human. It's a product. Exactly. So I just, I noticed that I was appreciating myself a little bit more in the terms of, of looks when I deleted that apps. Right. For sure. And I mean, oh my God, we could talk about this for days about comparing yourself on social media to others. Yeah. But I think what's also interesting is how like we kind of put out obviously the best version of ourselves yeah, on these apps. Um, but what's also scary and interesting is that, and I never really put much thought into into this, but as soon as you meet someone, I like look up their Instagram. Oh yeah. And for some reason, I think that that's gonna give me a good representation of who they are and what they're about. Right. Yet right. you can, manipulate your instagram to whatever shape way form you want to create this image this product of yourself like any way you want you can take so many different ways you can be this. a completely different human being of course. on instagram you can be a shitty person but make yourself to be yeah. a kind individual <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, you can just go in all sorts of ways with this and i think that's scary how now where we're so dependent on these social media apps we think that we know a person just by looking at their instagram for and just stalking them on there 
Um, yeah. And then we kind of look at, we already slap a label on them and we have this idea of who they are. Or sometimes we just flat out cancel that person and be like, oh, maybe they don't have that many followers. Maybe they don't have that many pictures. So we kind of right. think that, oh, we're not going to vibe probably. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just kind of instantly judge yeah. them. And I don't think, you, you don't do it viciously. It's just kind of like subconsciously because you're just so surrounded by this. Or when they post like random things and you're like, oh, they don't care about what they post. I don't know why yeah. that like bothers me that they post like the weirdest things or the randomest <laughs> things. And I'm like, okay, like what? I guess what I'm just trying to say is like, you know how people would like, I don't know, let's say they have a very small following account, like a hundred or so people and they have like one picture. Yeah. We can think that maybe this person doesn't have friends isn't really social is awkward right maybe in reality they're literally the star the sorry the life of the party absolutely fun to be around has a huge circle group but because you looked up there at their instagram you're like oh they're pretty isolated like alienated they don't have like a lot of pictures they don't have a lot of followers like right i don't know who this person is you kind of like look at them differently um and that's just like the world we live in now which is scary because yeah, you can curate this image any way or way you want. Or even bringing it back I to um, when you were talking about, like, you curate yourself on, on Instagram, right? And I know that. Everyone knows that consciously, right? They know that I'm looking at this and you're only showing me the best parts of your life right now. Yeah. But I even to- when I told my family, I was like, guys, it's been a week since I, like, been on social media and they asked me why, and I was like, oh, like, I feel like I overcompare. like, my problem with social media, personally, specifically, my experience is I compare myself too much, and, in lots of different aspects, not, not just look-wise, it was, like, where I am in life, that was really what brought me down, and so I, I explained that, and they're like, oh, but you know, it's just, like, a moment in time like that photo is just a moment in time or you know their social media is fake or you're only 20 where do you expect yourself you know to be at that time and I was like I understand that like subconsciously I understand that this is all fake on social media but while I'm looking at it I don't I'm not thinking about like oh this is you know curated for me to look at them so they think they're amazing or so other people think that they're amazing on this app and so it's kind of hard sometimes to like I know lots of people know that it's this is all fake but at the same time while I'm on it I'm not thinking about that right I'm not thinking about that oh you know they they posted this picture and thought about it maybe for like a couple days of like oh yeah this is this is good I'm gonna post it now or you know spent time editing it or whatever or they went on a trip for only three days but are posting it for like months on end so it looks like they're there right so it's just like I I know it's fake but in the moment you're not thinking that you're thinking about like what am I not doing what am I not putting up to the table why am I at home or just doing my everyday job and like I see so many people out and about doing amazing things so I felt it a little bit frustrating sometimes explaining it maybe maybe because they're older I don't know but it it made me frustrated that like I understand where am I like where realistically I guess even though Tatiana hates that word and everyone knows I hate that word but realistically where am I supposed to be at 20 like what is the ideal 20 year old right like that's not a Mm -hmm. thing but it was frustrating to hear people like say like oh I don't understand why you're so affected by this I guess right yeah no of course I mean 
I hear it too all the time. Like, obviously, it's just, it's all fake and stuff, but you don't think about it when you're looking at those images. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I, as you were talking, it just kind of made me feel like social media is just this thing where it's a lot of show off sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Look at this yeah. amazing place I'm in. Look at this hot outfit I'm in. Look at this bomb-ass car I have. These bomb-ass yeah. shoes. Like, it's just very... It's very surface level and materialistic. And it's kind of like I... In a certain, and I'm still guilty of it, but I find myself being very surface level with this thing, and I it makes me feel shitty. I'm just like, what did I really just spend half an hour analyzing every single detail of my face, whether I should post yeah. this or not, or you know? And it makes me sometimes embarrassed of even my past actions, where I would make my friends try and take the perfect picture of me so I can post on Instagram, right. and for what? I don't do it for myself. I don't do it for you guys. I do it for that small hit of dopamine I get every single time I post right. and people compliment me. And it's addicting. Right. And I think that's what makes social media so addicting because it's that dopamine dopamine hit you get when you post a nice picture of yourself and you get these compliments. And it's that's what gets you. It, it gets addicting. And in that documentary, it even says that that feeling, that dopamine, dopamine hit can even be higher than you get from achieving a certain task. It's incredibly strong. Right. Which is which is why also I forgot what it I think it was like the social dilemma. Yeah. Which is oh, why amazing documentary um, too. Yeah. Which is why a lot of people find themselves unhappy. Yeah. Because we get this dopamine, like you said, that's higher than maybe even achieving little tasks that you can find on just your phone. And then when you go out into the world and do things, you find yourself unhappy for some reason. And it's because you're getting so many levels of dopamine at once just on this little device and app that all the other things that you do and achieve personally without people knowing is it seems minuscule. It seems so un. Oh, like, wow. it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That just, like, opened my eyes to, like, a whole new thing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Because it, it just kind of brainwashed our whole way of thinking, these apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's scary. Um, and listen, I am a hypocrite, though. Oh, of course, Because me too. I told I'm myself not saying I'm perfect. when I deleted that app, I was like, I'm going on a trip in two days, by the way. And I told myself that before I go on the trip, I'm going to download it so I can show my pictures of me yeah. on my trip. Okay? And now what I'm listening to us talk right now is like, you are so freaking surface level, Honey, dude. I would like, be lying. You know what? I would be lying if I told you that I'm this angel, this saint that yeah. doesn't feed my ego from time to time. Of course. Like, I think that yeah, I you're know. lying to yourself if you say you're not. It's just the world we live in. Um, But I think before I never questioned it. And I think what gave me a lot of insight was that when the whole war broke out in Ukraine, it Mm -hmm. like it just really hit home for me. I think not only because I live right next to it, but because my history, like my home country, our history is very rich and embedded with the Soviet war. And I have my great granddad was um, is a survivor and a victim to concentration camps work late working labor and stuff like it's just the family history is very rich in there so when all of this was happening it's like it's still happening and it's just still an ongoing conversation in schools but especially in the beginning when it did it it was just so terrifying and it just made me look at things 
in a different way. And when I would go on social media and see these people posting their Coachella outfits, their Met Gala mm-hmm. things, actors just mm-hmm. not giving a single fuck about what's going on in the world, it made me yeah. hate social media even that much more. And it just made me understand that this is a whole lo- a whole lot of bullcrap. And it's just this right. app to show off materialistically of what I have, what you don't have, and it just feeds our egos. And for me, that's draining. Right. Um, and when it's not a trend on social media, it's not important. Yeah. Like in the beginning of the whole, it's still going on, the thing in Palestine and Israel. Yeah. When that was a big thing on social media, that was a trend. Now right. you barely hear about it. The same yeah. thing with the Ukraine war it's still going on it's still on the news but on like cable news right which no one really has anymore right now it's not as big on social media therefore it's not important it's not as if it's like not even happening and same with even like black lives matter like it's not important. yeah Yeah. even with black lives matter i mean i remember it was huge at a certain point on social media and now it's like i don't see anybody posting on black lives matter and i'm not you know i'm being a hypocrite because i could easily be posting right till this day yeah, exactly me too and i'm not yeah. and, and there's like, still ongoing issues that right. are not resolved yet right and of course obviously when it the war first broke out i was quite active on my social media but then obviously quote unquote it kind of died down and mm-hmm. i started posting my normal average shit yet i was angry at people for not bringing awareness <laughs> in the beginning of the war <laughs> For not posting shit. I was like, how can you be posting your selfies when there's people dying next to us, next to our border? Like, at least something. You know, at least this week when this war broke out, please don't post your parties and stuff. But then I was thinking to my head, what if, like, I was at a beach at this amazing trip? I would probably, I hate to say it, I think I probably would. And that's yeah. so sad and sickening. And I just don't want to be a part of society anymore when I think about how messed up everything is. That we're much more prone to finding out what Kim Kardashian was wearing rather than mm-hmm. what's going on in the world. And I'm just like, I want to be unbrainwashed. But I don't know if that's possible. Uh. I don't know. Because there's also like these moments. For me, it's not so much like when I go out with my friends like partying and stuff like that. I'm, I actually don't really post on social media. I don't actually take a lot of photos because i'm one drunk so like the photos (laughs) probably won't turn out nice but when i think about going on a trip and not like you tell your immediate family and things like that like hey guys i'm going on a trip but not posted on social media not let the whole world world who you're following like who follows you right no it's just for me for some reason it bothers me Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah, but no one knows I'm doing this. But yeah. who cares, but, Tatiana? But yeah, but do why they do really they actually give a shit that you're on this trip? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, and it's like, that's the thing. We don't question ourselves and our intentions. Like, okay, but why yeah. are you posting this? For what? To yeah. let people know that you're hot? Well, why does to it let bother you that, so much that, that you're not? That you went on a trip and you didn't tell anyone? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I understand what you're saying because it's like, when I was thinking about, you know, what if I just deleted Instagram? Like, fucking mm-hmm. wipe myself off the face of this digital world and then i was thinking yeah but the trips in the summer and what i'm not gonna post it on my instagram and i was just thinking like how pathetic do you sound right now Um, yeah 
So I'm glad you bought it. That's what I mean with my trip that's coming up in a couple of days. Yeah. I told myself when I deleted it, I will download it though before I go on my trip so I can show my trip. Right. And it's just like really. But it's like, really? why do we have this necessity, this feeling that we have to tell people what we're doing, where we are, what we're wearing, what we're eating? And I think when I ask myself, and when I, you know, honestly, if I'm supposed to answer this honestly, it's to show off. What other yeah. reason is yeah, there? Yeah, of course. And then it's like, yeah. okay, you show off. How does that make you feel? So what? You got, you now, people know where you are. You're in this beautiful mm-hmm. place. You're on a plane. Good for you. Now what? Did that eradicate your problems whatsoever? Do you feel good about yourself? No. no. Right. <laughs> so or you do for a split second. Yeah. Or you feel good when people comment or like it and be like, wow, right. that's so amazing. And then they're on to the next thing because they don't care. Right. Really honestly of course they're like oh they comment they like it and then they're on to the next thing you know yeah and um i would just like to slowly but gradually kind of unassociate myself with social media but the only thing that's also keeping me is the creative aspect of it it's like i like to share my work and i think i've been slowly trying to make an effort to run away from the influencer type of instagram and more so post Mm -hmm pictures of my work and stuff that truly represents me and that I'm proud it's not pictures that I want to showcase because quote-unquote I'm showing off or like look at this place I'm in or look at these clothes I'm wearing or you know not not stuff that feed into that ego but more so being like I took this picture and I edited this picture for fucking five hours I'm really proud like (laughs) here you go appreciate the artwork and the artness or I made a video and I'm really proud of it or yeah. fuck yeah, if I do post a selfie, but it's not coming from a place of insecurity, it's coming from a place of like empowerment. Be like, I feel really good today, and like I just I want to share right. it with you people. And I think one thing that helped me when I um, downloaded social media, you know, like your home screen where you can see your apps. Yeah, I don't keep it there anymore. Like I when I open my phone, I don't see them. You have to swipe until your app library and like search Instagram and then open the app. And so that is helpful for me just seeing like I don't have to see it like the app icon every day um obviously it's easy to go search up the app in my phone but I don't oops I hit the mic uh but I don't have to see it visibly as soon as I wake up yeah and then there's like you know maybe for a little bit I do need to go cold turkey and just build up this kind of mental strength of not going on it when I feel bored yeah and actually find to do something productive when I'm bored so that when I do have the app, I can control myself more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I've been struggling to find that balance because I'm just like, because e- I'm a very hot and cold person. I'm, it's either cold turkey oh, for I me thought you or were nothing gonna at all. Be like, I'm so sexy, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm a hot person, so I have to be on that. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. If I ever get to a point where I'm that narcissistic, <laughs> send me to the psychiatrist. <laughs> absolutely not never that's disgusting um but it's like what i was meaning to say it's like i'm kind of black and white for me it's like cold turkey or nothing at all it's like there's no right and it's like that's my problem that's me too so like i don't yeah i don't like the idea of like oh yeah like three times a week or like 20 minutes a day i'm like no what if i just deleted it fuck it all you know what would happen (laughs) you're just like i'm not gonna go on something dramatic um but I don't know. I've been struggling to find a balance. I know that I don't have to go so black and white. You can have a daily limit. So you still get the benefits of social media by like sharing your work 
and being connected or to like you have your a friends. business or something yeah but also yeah. not letting it kind of control you but yes for me for some reason i'm just kind of like there's this we're working like, on it yeah but like there's just this- don't say don't hold up hold up before you say these words out loud because me and alicia know by the books we read that <laughs> words are very powerful i don't want you to say but for me that's not a thing no no, no, no. you're I gonna was say gonna i'm gonna work on it okay i'm gonna work on having a balance she not being like well, my that's just me about yeah. self lowly no 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 it's nothing along those lines what i wanted to say is that i have this like almost like this like tension between me and just deleting instagram permanently ah. like deleting my account that- oh permanently yeah bro like there's just this tension oh. and it's like this hot beautiful male across the room looking so at me for me in my head <laughs> i'm just like oh my gosh that's that's crazy that's crazy it's guys. crazy it's for us after this world that? but yeah just because i don't know like imagine a world where you don't have it and you just go about your day. Nobody knows what the fuck you're doing, where mm-hmm. you are, how yeah. you look like anymore. You're just vibing in the moment. You're meeting people in that moment as you. It's not so right. much like you met them through Tinder or social media. It's like whoever's in that moment in that same cafe as yours, it's kind of like a miracle. Your paths you have, have a crossed. Happier life. You know, it's, you might have a happier I think happier it, life. it would be so much more peaceful. And I just yeah. don't want to meet my future soulmate through an app i don't want i don't either you know i just kind of want to go back old school and lately i just feel like this chapter in my life is going to be called old school i just feel like this old like <laughs> necessity names her chat her <laughs> life and chapters i'm so romantic guys i just like have this urge to start like reading old books and watching old movies mm. and listening to old music like i really want to buy a record player but they're expensive as fuck and like i want to start playing the guitar again and i just feel like this i want to be like this cool old soul you know listen oh my god i literally talked about this with you i want to romanticize my life in the sense of i want to go to a cafe and not be on my phone i mean just like read a book in there or i want to take myself on a picnic or on a bike ride yes or um you know take my car and go to the beach for a day and just sit exactly. there even if it's even if it's raining okay i have this comment be like oh what if it's raining then i'm gonna fucking sit in the rain okay yeah. or i'm gonna dance in the rain or i'll do something yeah. i don't care like just romanticize the hell of it and i love and that. like it's people are like oh but like that's so like cringy or cliche is it because i feel like i'm living my best life like Who i feel like cares? i'm like be the main character you know? why is it bad to exactly. be the main character i feel like pe- exactly. insecure people say that being like okay i'm sorry or buy if- myself some flowers you know yeah i'm sorry like if you don't have the balls to be the main character but i'm stealing the show this is my world y'all are living in it not to sound selfish this isn't coming from a place of insecurity it's just kind of owning your space and being like i'm making the best of my situation and just decorating my life like what's so bad about it um the thing is I though, love that. we decided to be and <laughs> the digital media arts okay <laughs> so when it comes to digital media arts that's literally in the name okay it's, yeah it's like we can make art i guess sometimes i just think about say i don't have social media right yeah. and i i do have a website i do update my website and i post on my website but social media has just been such an easy thing for me to get clients i guess oh for sure 
Um, when actually I was just thinking before I actually the words came out of my mouth. Most of my clients actually have been throughout word of mouth. Yeah. Not on social media. As as it happens in our industry. So actually, you probably don't need social media. <laughs> it helps obviously building a business, but like I don't know. Maybe I, I'm too cling to it. Okay, I need. When you said permanently. I freaked out a little bit inside. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, delete the app for like a month or two. No, but honey. you said permanently. And I was like, oh, shit. I was thinking permanent. It is a lot. It's, it's a, it would be a big jump. That's why yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I was a little bit too hardcore. But I like the idea of just kind of this black and white sort of thing, like something extreme. I don't know. My Gen Z self was just like, okay, but where are you going to share your picture? I was like, well, we got to do something. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's the thing that's holding me back. So, okay, maybe I won't go so cold turkey, but I am thinking about cutting it down to just literally posting my work and trying to run away from this egocentric thing. That's what I was going to say. I was thinking when I got it back, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post. If I want to post something, that's the only time I'm going to be on there, and then that's it. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't really work out because I'm on there when I'm not supposed to be, <laughs> but I'm working through it, okay? I'm acknowledging it, okay? I'm self-aware. Yeah. Gosh. But I think one thing that this um, psychiatrist or neurologist was talking about, he was talking about addiction, and he said that with addiction, it's like when that thing that you're addicted to initially gives you, like, this dopamine and this happiness before you use it there's still hope Mm -hmm. you haven't completely rewired Mm. that reward and effect sort of thing in your brain um right it starts getting more dangerous when it's like you become dependent on it sort of thing and you get anxious without it and he said that's when it's like you have to delete the app and which is which is i literally got a little bit anxious and like i was like when you said i'm gonna delete it permanently i was like what what it's like a mini heart attack what do you do (laughs) yeah what do you do yeah um and how do you feel when you thought about deleting it it felt liberating it felt exciting but then she's not addicted to it like (laughs) but then the only thing keeping me back was just like yeah but i like my followers like the people i follow i genuinely like and i enjoy seeing their content because i had this thing where it's like i unfollowed everybody that i didn't know or who made me feel shitty about myself. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. And it was great. It was liberating. So I think... No, I, I just unfollowed, like, you know, models or people that I felt like were just airheads. No offense. Just, like, these celebrities <laughs> that would, like, post during, like, traumatic times. I'd be like, Sometimes what am I, doing? I feel like I have to follow people out of courtesy. Oh, that's Like, good... you followed me and I have to follow you back. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Even though I don't like, know the person. people you met... No, no, no. People you met in person. Oh. Like, if you go to a party or something or, like, the club and stuff, and they're like, oh, what's your Instagram or whatever? Oh, you give I hate it to that. them And they follow you. They're like, they're like, oh, I just followed you. I was like, okay, I'll follow you back. And I was like, I don't actually give a shit about you. No offense. <laughs> no offense. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, respectfully. But, yeah, I get I get what you mean. Because just sometimes, or even on Snapchat, I this triggers me. It's one of my biggest pet peeves ever. I don't do streaks. I hate that shit. Never was about oh, it. No. Unless we, like, naturally have a streak because we just talked so much i'm cool with it but it's not like oh my god sending streaks to everybody i feel like that has died down but for some reason in poland it's still a thing and people do it Uh. and i get these snaps from people that what they're doing every fucking two hours of their day and it drives me nuts but it's like oh i can't block them or unfriend them because that's gonna be a sign of like 
you know, I How hate How is you. it rude, though? You know what but I mean? It's not like you're blocking in, them from just, your life. I know. It's like, but the world we live in, as soon as you unfriend somebody or block them or unfollow them, that's like, oh, you have beef with that person. I know. <laughs> God, I hate I our know. world. You see it on, like, you see it, like, on TMZ. They're like, blah, 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 unfollowed each other. Are they breaking up? I know. Are they going through something? I it's hate like, it. I like, what? Oh, God. I, I really wish sometimes I was born in, like, a time where phones also, weren't a thing. Do you also have this, like, thing of, like, if you get into a relationship, you kind of want your significant other to post to you? Oh, of course. Sometimes I think about that if I didn't have social media. <laughs> Not that I care that other people You're think, really like, thinking is your relationship cute and stuff. It's just, like, Patty's like, you know, oh, my God. Like, for some reason, okay, for <laughs> some reason, I, and I'm one of them. I'm being a hypocrite right now. But it's just, like, when girls are like, oh, my God, he posted me. It's like, oh, <laughs> my God. It's like a sign of, like, he loves you he to loves the death. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like. My, the man of my dreams i just imagine us like is not, not a, on social media can you imagine like that would be so incredibly attractive to me if he was just like on this whole rampage this whole like wavelength being like yes yeah, social media just isn't good for my health i just feel like it's so surface level i deleted it i was like wow just let's get married <laughs> like i love the way you think let's have babies um also you don't have to worry about you know him liking other girls pictures and stuff it definitely that would help my anxiety that's okay yes let's talk about that with social media mm-hmm. another thing when we talked about you know being able to see um so many people's lives and being overwhelmed it's also in relationships oh, you see sure. other depending on who you're attracted to men women you know non like pe- just people in general okay yeah. and like more options than you probably would if we didn't have mm-hmm. uh social media and sometimes it can make relationships fall through because we see too many options in the sense of like what we could have but you don't have it right. do you know what i mean like you have this amazing person that you love in front of you but then also on your phone you have millions of options but you don't have those people and you don't know whether you're ever going to meet them either and it makes you become unhappy with the people and relationships that you have in your in your life. Yeah. Because of relationships that haven't even happened or formed on your phone. Yeah. No, I think that's that's so good that you brought up because literally in the documentary, it talks about how social media kind of influenced our modern day dating. And they were just yes. saying how we're in this place where it's so like tinderized, they use the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were talking about how we give up much more easy, easily. That because we yes. have this notion of like, well, I've got a thousand other options. So if this isn't working out, we'll see ya. Goodbye. Right. Exactly. It's kind of the thing. It's like, oh, the grass is green on the other side. Well, not always. The grass is greener where you water it and where you nurture mm-hmm. it. And it's like, I feel like we yes. definitely give up a lot more faster or it's like, yeah, they did this little thing. Oh, okay, it's over. I'm on to the next one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just being a teenager i can't i can't imagine what it's like to be 15 years old right now with this tiktok and you know i'm not talking even i think about my little sister i think my sister well, even 11, that, then and tiktok came out i don't even know when but like she can't remember a time without yeah. social media you know what i mean like social media was a thing before right. she was born and so it was it's just she doesn't 
I see my sister sometimes and it pisses me <laughs> off sometimes of her like she's walking down the stairs watching a YouTube video. She can't wash the dishes without watching yeah. a YouTube video. She can't go to the toilet without watching something. She can't do anything without watching it. Even putting on her damn right. shoes. She has something right. in the background and she's put tying her shoes and I'm right. like turn the crap off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand that we still grew up kind of like in our uh what is it called like 13 and stuff that's when snapchat and instagram were really big when we were younger so yes in our adolescence we had it but when i was 10 i wasn't caring about half of the crap she's caring about or like knows about let's let's talk about the information Mm -hmm. that she's access to which can be scary sometimes uh so i i don't know how she's going i don't know how my sister is going to form even when i hear about her friendships they're so fake sometimes (laughs) and listen when i was 11 i didn't have that deep of a relationships either however it's like oh she blocked me on tiktok oh she reported my account like that's so rude or she like the bobby blah is lying to me that i posted this and stuff like that and i'm like oh my god oh my god it's crazy it's just different and i'm you know like you mentioned before i'm not trying to exempt myself like i'm definitely part of the generation that grew up with mm-hmm. social media i'm not saying that you know oh i never had a phone when i was growing up of course not but comparing myself to my brother, I have a younger yes. brother, they're quite similar of ages. There definitely is a difference. Yet we're in the same generation. We're both Generation yeah. Z. Um, Z, I don't know why I said Z. I don't know, that was kind of weird. <laughs> Z is Canadian. Canadian. Z is American. Um, but it's just like, I remember, like, I went outside to play. I was like outside all day my mother didn't know where i was for like half the time it was just different and now i can't imagine my brother without a phone going somewhere and us not knowing where he is Mm -hmm. um so scary yeah in in your mind but another thing that they talked about in the documentary and um i am gen z is like talking about how you know the two opposing views so like baby boomers call us out being like oh you know, you guys are just so addicted to those phones and you guys don't know anything and, you know, just shaking their heads at us. And then there's this opposing view being like, well, the world can get so dark sometimes that, yeah, we will watch a funny video or we'll just go on Instagram. But we are the generation that is like on the front lines of bringing light to social injustice and climate change and environmental pollution and stuff like that and that's something that i'm incredibly proud of of our generation i think we're doing a really spectacular job on because we are fixing the damage that the generations before us have done and we're very outspoken and we fight for fairness and yeah we're not afraid to talk about uncomfortable situations topics and what's also interesting is that in the documentary they were talking about how we kind of have a lack of skill for emphasize empathize oh my god how do i say that with like a lack of skill em- yeah with empathy with other people because during when we're growing up um and we're on these phones we don't get as much of like um we we're not witnessing body language face expressions because we're not seeing that person in real life we're on the phones but then there was this other woman that was saying that actually our generation is, if anything, we're overly um, empathetic. 
that we can't stand the sight of social injustice and we're the ones that like won't leave it behind it's not like the gen like our parents generation that kind of is just like ah shrugs our shoulders and goes along we're the people that are like no we have to do something we have to talk about it we make movements right. and and, and we have i noticed sorry continue. oh, oh just, just like when you go on tiktok we have these like motivational videos being like you know if you're struggling with this like i believe in you and, and stuff like that like we're overly empathetic yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know what else i wanted to add to that uh what else we're just amazing yeah that's that's one thing that i like about <laughs> our, our generation um yeah i just feel like we're also like our generation is dealt with so much shit that generations before never had to deal with and that we have a lot on our plate and i'm scared for like my kids my kids kids um there's a study done that 13 year old kids now have the same anxiety as a 40 year old man with kids and a wife wow that's terrifying for to me yeah, yeah. that's really terrifying and um so you know it no wonder why we're addicted to TikTok because the world we live in is sometimes too dark to just, you know what I mean? Mm. Like the stuff you hear about on the news, sometimes it gets so But that's so what much. I mean. We have an overly amount of information. Yeah. I don't think that we should be shielded from these things, right. no, and be unaware of what's going on in the world. But there's just, we know so much, like sometimes too much in the sense of like, I, I can't look at this right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think I'm relating this back to the war. Like, some t like, I would be on Instagram and it would be stuff about the war. And I would go mm -hmm. on Instagram to, like, kind of get my mind off of it. And I know that's a privilege in itself, but right. it just came so, like, it was such a shitty atmosphere in the schools, in my house, because it was so depressing of what was, what we were hearing on the news that I was just like, mm -hmm. let me go on Instagram, watch a funny video, um, cause it, it almost feels sometimes as if you can't escape anything that's going on in the world and you kind of feel helpless in a way. At least I do. Like nothing is right. going right. Climate change going terribly wrong. Like our world is dying. Um, people are not getting better. We're just killing each other, hating each other. There's so much hate out there. And it's like, where do you fucking go to escape? It feels good <laughs> I don't for know. a little bit. Not on your phone. Then that's clear. where do you resort? I I think it just kind of comes down to... I like, honestly... I think it just comes time to just have time by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Go on a walk. Go into nature. Go do right. something that doesn't have to do with your phone or hear other people's opinions about anything. Yeah. You just have to escape, which is another... Hold on. Hold on. Social media on our phone. I've noticed this too with my little sister. She can't be in silence. Ooh. She cannot just sit in silence. She cannot just look around and just enjoy things in silence my brother too and and i'm a person i'm not saying i'm better than other people but i can i enjoy silence sometimes oh, especially sure. when i'm in the car specifically i don't need to have the music play or something just look out the window as you're driving just enjoy the silence and sometimes you need that right like yeah. people say i go i i go on social media to escape and stuff and i understand that but that's just you're just distract like yourself, bringing really. in more information in your head yeah. do you know what i mean just just be silent just go on a walk go somewhere specifically nature i feel like nature can be super healing so Hell whatever yeah. you have near you go to a park you know something mm -hmm. and just obviously 
there's some people who can't do this. This is very a privileged uh, topic at the moment. But even just like, but, like read a if, book or something, like just exactly escape through a book if you whether whatever kind of genre you like. But I mean, just don't look at your phone. I think it, it honestly, I think it makes it worse. Another don't really interesting your dog. point. <laughs> or your cat (laughs) another interesting point in the documentary they made is that yeah social media is so distracting it's in like your pocket and that kind of prohibits you it just makes it incredibly hard for you to become your biggest potential and for you Mm. to make your dreams happen and come true and that one really hit home for me which is weird though because some people make their dreams on social media do you know what i mean right but I don't know. At the cost of their sanity, I think, and their mental health. Right. Because later we yes, see. Yes, when these you hear people, influencers and they're yeah. just like, I fucking hate life. So. Yeah. Um, that's what I have to say. I just feel like my phone is a I, big distraction. Yeah. Yeah, I think also that's a good point because we're also creatives. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that can just drown out your creativity oh, so much, yes. especially because sometimes I think of something and then I see someone else has done it and then it just makes me i'm like okay i can't do that i gotta figure something out yeah even though i didn't look at like look at my phone and then think of it it's just like you know when you're in the shower or something and you kind of just think (laughs) of an idea and then i notice that someone else does it and sometimes i feel like oh their version is probably going to be better than mine right do you know what i mean yeah so you just don't do it and this and i think it's big for creatives like you just your phone what i think it was emma chamberlain's podcast or something you it was like um do you do you know the one i'm talking about it like kills creativity social media craze or awards or something kills creativity Mm -hmm. and she said like when she became bigger and stuff and more popular it was harder for her yeah to make videos and stuff because now you're at this you're at the standard that people hold you to right and you never want to go lower than that right Mm -hmm. you always want to achieve better so then you're like draining yourself so much to the point where you don't even like what you're doing anymore your hobby or your passion is not even a passion anymore definitely i i love what you just brought up because i think once you achieve this quote-unquote success on social media let's say your video goes viral it's like okay i have to make something like this hold this standard because it's working and I need to right. get this many likes. I need to get this many views or whatever. And that's what kills the creativity. It's like, mm-hmm. as soon as somebody tells you, you need to think of an idea, you suddenly can't think of an idea. for Like, yeah. that's just how the brain works funny. Your best ideas, and with me at least, and my best work comes from moments where I didn't have any sort of label. I didn't have any sort of restriction. It was just kind of free flowing mm-hmm. creativity and inspiration just by like fucking looking out the window or whatever, just right. living my best life. Um my shower is my best friend with that. Yeah. And as soon as it's like, okay, I need to pump out these videos every week, otherwise I won't make it in YouTube or Instagram or whatever, it just kills it. And it doesn't right. it's your passion suddenly come become this burden rather than something that brings you immense joy yeah sometimes though i still feel fear though Mm -hmm. like even though like you're saying like i just want to create as it comes to me which is amazing in itself but then sometimes i'm like okay but am i ever going to be noticed is my work ever going to be noticed is my you know do you know what i mean even though that it shouldn't be if it's really your passion you shouldn't care whether you're being noticed but it's also like this is going to become my career. Right. So it's like, 
like then you get this worry do you know what i mean no i get it and uh, social media obviously is a big factor to help get your work noticed like it's especially if you're just an average person that doesn't come from money and your family you know doesn't know these high people that could help you in your career it's social media is great tiktok is great to get average people out there and get their work noticed that's really great i think the balance is is just not scrolling honestly i think it's just a sense of sometimes i think if i just post it and then leave it yeah it's just posted so that if someone finds it cool and you know somehow i can make a connection that's great but yeah kind of limiting yourself to seeing other people's stuff i think it just comes down to staying true to yourself if it doesn't feel good stop if right you know Stay, stay true to self by like, is this feeding into my ego or is this actually something I'm genuinely proud of and want to share with everybody? Just question your actions and analyze how you feel. Um, and yeah, I think just stay true to yourself and find that good balance that works for you. I feel like that's a great thing to end this episode on. Yeah. Wow. An hour and like 10 minutes. But no, I mean, this topic <laughs> is... You know, you have to go immense with it. There's so much to it. Yeah. That, But I feel like this was a really good episode. And I think a lot of people can relate to a lot of the stuff we said today. So thanks for shitting on social media with us. Yeah. Have a wonderful rest of the day, guys. If you've made it thus far, thank you for listening to us so much. And we hope to talk to you soon. Have a good day. See ya. Or night, whatever you're watching. (laughs)